Welcome everybody, Filibuster Freestyle presents the final episode of the 2023 F1 season, F1 Feast podcast. Abu Dhabi's in the books, Max won the championship a long time ago, Red Bull won to the race technically, but then Checo got a five second penalty, and uh, the podium ended up being Charlotte Claire in second, and George Russell from Mercedes in third. Mercedes edges Ferrari for second place in the Constructors' Championship. Williams gets seventh. Some really interesting things along the way. No theme song today. Let me tell you about Pop Sketch Designs on Instagram, at Pop Sketch Designs, or the Etsy store is etsy.com slash shop slash Pop Sketch Designs. It is the holiday season. It is November 27th as I write this. Christmas is less than one month away. If you need presents for any of your holiday needs this December into January, Pop Sketch Designs is the answer. So, you could probably hear some background noise. That is the show, Rough Rough Tweetin' Dave is being watched by our producer, Charlotte. And here are my thoughts on Abu Dhabi. It's actually a great track. It's a fun, majestic setting. Um... I think you get pretty good racing there. All good things. Abu Dhabi is the site of the greatest, arguably the greatest F1 tragedy in terms of points officiating and scoring ever. Two years ago, Michael Massey, Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, you know the rest if you're still listening. And why am I doing the podcast today? Disjointedly all over the place, not a theme song with Rough Rough Tweet and Dave in the background, etc. Because listen, it's been a 22 race journey. It was supposed to be 24, but two Grand Prix got canceled again. But in what was supposed to be the longest F1 season of all time, and we'll be eclipsed next year because we'll be doing F1 into December next year. I just want to say that this was the right idea for a podcast to do an F1 feast the original intent was to eventually evolve to a video podcast. Cooking food, talking F1, talking about the cuisine in different countries or cities the race is in. I think it's a great idea. We stuck with the bit in terms of the audio podcast for the most part all year. It was compromised. And I would say a great idea that I wish I had had two or three seasons earlier, which would have been impossible. and doesn't mean we can't double down on trying to do this next year in 24. But... This was the wrong year in terms of we moved, our infant became a toddler, uh, couldn't be busier, couldn't have less time to shop and cook, couldn't have less time after we moved to set up a video pod in the new pod studio. So as you compete with Rough Rough and Dave to listen, this, this show today is a microcosm of this show's execution this year, which is really good idea, glad we thought of it, timing wasn't great to actually pull it off. But doesn't mean we can't try to do it again in 24. So let's stay. With, let's just start with that. All right, let's look at the standings for the year. Nick DeVries didn't score a point. Logan Sargent did. Both of them finished outside the top 20. Liam Lawson, two races, two points, I believe. K-Mag from Haas, 19th place, three points. Zhu Guangzhou, excuse me, uh, six points in 18th place. Danny Ricardo, an abbreviated season, six points, 17th place. Nico Hulkenberg from Haas, 9 points, 16th place. Valtteri Botas, top 15 with 10 points. Yuki Sonoda, top 14 with 17 points. 
Alex Albon, hell of a year. 27 points. All but one of Williams' points came from Albon. He was 12th. Four points behind Peter Gasly in 11th. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Way, way, way behind Esteban Ocon, who's in 12th. Ocon is four points behind his teammate, Gasly, in 11th. Top 10, Lance Stroll found a way to hold on. 10th place, Oscar Piastri, the rookie, went from not factoring in like the other rookies this year to very, 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 very good driver. And he almost cracked 100 points. Top 9, George Russell, who podiumed twice. Eighth place, 175. Carlos Sainz, bad luck down the stretch of the final two races in Vegas and Abu Dhabi. 200 points even, one win, seventh place. Lando Norris, seven podiums for McLaren, 205 points, sixth place. Charles Leclerc, just inching out over Lando, 206, six podiums. Alonso tied Leclerc. 206, both eight podiums. Lewis Hamilton, top three driver, six podiums, 234 points. Checo Perez, nine podiums, two wins. By the way, Carlos Sainz had a win. Checo, 285. And then Max, doubling up the field, 19 wins, 21 podiums, 575 points. He only didn't podium on one race. He only didn't win three races. The most dominant individual season in the history. Standings-wise, yeah, Haas last place, 12 points. Alfa Romeo, 16 points. Alfa Torre with their three or four different drivers actually line up. Eighth place, 25 points. Williams, 28 points. Good for them, seventh place. Almost 100 points ahead of them in sixth, Alpine. And then 160 points ahead of Alpine in fifth was Aston Martin, who faded down the stretch. McLaren at 302, pumped it up down the stretch. They are 104 points behind the third-place team, Ferrari. 406 points. Mercedes just eking them out for second place in the Constructors 409. And then again, Red Bull more than doubling up Mercedes. 860 points, 30 podiums, 21 wins, the most dominant season in Red Bull's history and potentially in the history of F1. So there you have it. I think Alex Albon and the Williams is trajecting as an upward trajectory. Trajectory is a word and it's not. They're trajectorying in the right way. Oscar Piastri and McLaren trending in the right way. Lando Norris might finally have a suitable car. Ferrari might have started to figure some things out with Fred Vasseur. Mercedes, I'll be interested to see what they have next year without a Frankenstein concept car. They will have side pods from the get-go. And finally, as Ref Ref from Tweet and Dave, Ref Ref Tweet and Dave end, and Charlotte looks at me like, can we do another one of these or can you play with me? I will say, thanks for bearing with me on this new idea. Fill up us with freestyle, normal-ish content. We'll start coming back here towards the holidays, but the F1 feast was the dominant feature of this year's filibuster freestyle offerings, and we appreciate you helping us try out the idea. And if we can get more time on our hands, we think the cuisine and the rest of it is going to be really good in 2024 for F1 feast and for the filibuster freestyle. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.